Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, a podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives, everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. But we want to get you, the listener, involved as well. So if you have stories, things that have happened to you, amazing things, hilarious things, random things, whatever it may be, send your stories to thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com. So until then, we're going to dive into some of the interesting true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, it's story time. Welcome to episode 10. Wow, 10 episodes. We've made it this far. I think it's time to hang it all up now. It's been a great 10 episodes. I have an announcement to make. Um... (laughs) I'm ready for retirement. Yes, it's been a long 10 episodes. Yes, at this point we're up to 200 and something downloads, which is impressive. And if you're listening, send us an email, please. Yeah, that was that was a really bad Italian accent. But yes, please send us an email. <laughs> whether whether you've got any stories or you've got any feedback or anything you want us to cover, and uh, definitely send us an email. If there's something wrong that we've gotten yes. wrong, we want to know so we can retract it. Yes, please do. Unlike modern media. Um, yeah, exactly. We're, we're, we're not afraid to admit mistakes. <laughs> um, yeah, so, well, this episode's about predictions people have made. Ooh. I can't remember of any predictions that I made. Um, um, I predicted that COVID was only going to last a couple of weeks. <laughs> well, so did everyone else. Remember it was 15 days yeah. to, to slow the spread? Yes. I, th- I, th- I think it was like, like what, a couple what of weeks. What was that? That was a slogan. Slow yeah. to stay inside to slow the spread. Yeah, um, don't kill grandma or something like that. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what they were saying. Wow, don't kill grandma. Oh, man. But no, it was fifteen days to, to slow the spread. Yes, correct. And it was, I think, a couple. I don't know if it was a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago. It was like the one year anniversary yeah. of fifteen days. Yeah, because then they're the like spread. 15, 15 days to slow the spread. Let's make it twenty-one. Let's make it thirty. Yeah, Let's just they, stay they, inside. They, they keep changing the starting point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, look, prediction-wise, I'm good at picking endings to films and um, and TV shows and stuff like that, but I don't really think that, that they're not the kind of predictions we're going to yeah. be talking about. But, yeah. I mean, I can sort of watch a show and go, I don't this is going to happen, or I think this is going to happen, and it most likely does. And that I don't have a... We've got a friend who we all believe reads the scripts before they even get made into movies, mm-hmm. and he, he needs to know the information <laughs> That uh, <coughs> Chris, that um, <laughs> that um, he needs to know every bit of information before. I mean, didn't he read the script of Force Awakens yeah. before you guys went and saw it at the movies? Yeah, yeah. yeah he, it might happen. This is just a possible. Okay, yeah. mate, come on. And then I remember, I unfortunately during um, when Endgame came out, Avengers Endgame, I was unluckily enough to be on Facebook in one in a group at the wrong where time. Some idiot uh, from over, I don't know where he was. I think he's from like Iraq or something. He posted up. Wherever the film came out first, yeah. he posted the key screenshots, like yeah. different moments. And I saw that and I immediately went off. But there were certain things I couldn't unsee, yeah. like Cap picking up the hammer and stuff like that. Yeah. And I messaged Chris and I said, hey, what, what was your theory? I said, I'll just let you know I've been spoiled. Try and stay off Facebook from this group. I've seen some key scenes. He's like, yeah. what, what did you see? 
Yeah. And I say and you don't want. To, I said down. you don't want to know. And he goes, no, tell me, tell me, tell me. And he just would keep messaging me and messaging yeah. me. And he's like, tell me, tell me, tell me. So I and you didn't torture him. I no. I said to him, look, if you ask me one more time, I gave him five times and said, if you ask me five times, on the fifth time, I will tell you. Yeah. But really think about this. And then I got five messages in about three seconds saying, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. But would that classify as one? No, because he, he wrote separately. One. Yeah, but he always writes separately. He goes, he, he goes, <laughs> I like. He's Star got Wars. he's gotten better. Lots. I remember when I first started hanging out with you guys. It used to be yeah. like forty seven messages, and it'd just yeah. be one crisp paragraph. Anyway, this isn't the yeah, crisp sorry. podcast. <laughs> that that's next week. But we can say anything we want because he won't. Let, oh, he doesn't wait, listen no, to podcasts. I'm not going to write. I'm not going to write a transcript for it, so he won't read it. Yeah, exactly. Um. And he doesn't listen to podcasts unless he doesn't even listen to podcasts when he, and when he's involved in them. So yeah. unlike me, I listen to everything. But yes, yeah, yeah. so predictions. predictions. If you've got any that have come true that you might have had over the last, you know, however long you've been alive, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, if you have any lottery predictions, keep them to yourself. I mean, give them to me. Um, yeah. Um, we can share it, you know, three way share. But and yeah. we'll mention you in the show notes with um, <laughs> yeah. drinking pina coladas on we'll, an we'll, island somewhere. We'll, we'll consider it a Patreon, <laughs> you know, gift. Okay, we will. But, no, any predictions, whether they came true or not, just let us know. Um, I do actually, now that I remember, I do remember calling Triple M used to have a like a rumor mill kind yeah. of thing, and I wanted to be on the radio. This is when I was, I think I was about eighteen, nineteen, and they had some guy predicting, oh, Woolworths, Woolworths uh, is going to be branching out into petrol yeah. station. This is well before the Woolworths and Coles petrol stations. And Coles will then follow suit and do the same thing. And he's like, I'm an insider. And I think it was on Kyle and Jackie O. Yeah. I don't know why I was listening. No, no, it was Triple M. So it was on um, like the grill team or something. And then everyone was laughing at him. And they're like, oh, this is never going to happen. And then like a couple of years later, Woolworths petrols are everywhere. Coles is everywhere. Yeah. So he might be true. So little mm. things like that as well. There was Now you're making me think of it. Um, there's an old show that I used to watch called Ed. Yeah. Um, it's where Justin Long started, he started his career as a... I, just, I don't know what it was. It was a bit of a... It was a funny, romantic TV, TV show yeah. or whatever. I, I, I was just hooked on it. Yeah. Um, I think you can watch it on YouTube, but there's an episode where... I think it was Danny DeVito yeah. um, was in it. And he he basically sent... I think it was like 100... Um, 100 or 200 predictions like of a football team winning or a basketball team okay. winning. But, it, but he'd, he'd send like 50 to... A whole lot of people saying that they'd win and fifty saying that he'd, oh, that they'd, that he'd lose. Okay, so some fifty people would believe him. Yeah, yeah. and okay. then and then he'd do it again, and yeah. then like the the group would get smaller. Yeah, and then oh, for this final tip, um, pay a thousand bucks or whatever, oh. and I'll give you the give you the information. And then, so one of the main characters gets the goes oh. He's, they're they're going to win. Oh, this, this is a sure thing. And then puts all this money on. And, and then they don't win. Yeah. Um, wow. It was just one of those clever, you know. That's actually a good idea. So don't, <laughs> if you heard, you didn't hear that from us, you heard it from Ed. Yes. And I believe that's one of the very few shows you can't actually get on DVD no, or anything. You, you can only watch it. And not streaming. It's not on any streaming no. service. Because. So YouTube is a place to find it. it. Came, it came, when it came out, um, they, they only they only got the rights because it's got a real good soundtrack yeah. like Foo Fighters is on oh, it and okay. all that yeah. and they only had the music rights 
to air it on TV. Yeah, they didn't have it for sense. DVD and whatever. And oh, there you go. When when can you say that there's a show that you can't find on DVD stream and the amount yeah. of streaming services we have at the moment? And it was it was a really good funny. Yeah. It was a really. Well, funny it was only show. one season, wasn't it? Four seasons. Four seasons. So check it out on YouTube. Well, if we can find a link, we'll yeah. put it in the show it's notes. It's got uh, Tom Cavanagh and oh Justin from Long. the Flash, yeah. Tom yep. Cavanaugh from The yep. Flash, yeah. Um, and also, who's the guy who plays Howard Stark? Um, I don't know his name, but, but I know, yeah. Yeah, not the young guy, but he's... Yeah, the one that the, the one that was fella. in the Ant-Man movie and the yeah. Winter Soldier, yeah. yeah. He was in it as well. Oh, okay, well, there you go. High school well, if we can find the link, we'll put it in the show notes, but check, just Google, yeah. Ed, I mean, Googling Ed. Ed on YouTube, Ed. maybe Ed TV show or something. Yeah, Ed. Yeah, because yeah. there, there was a movie about a monkey and there's a movie Yeah, called I think that's and... Matt LeBlanc or something like yeah. that. So. All that weird yeah. stuff. But Tom but... Kavanagh, Ed, really good show. Um, well, we're like eight minutes into this episode. <laughs> we haven't So we <laughs> Do you, the listener, predict that we will start talking about... <laughs> Whoever got eight minutes, go and buy a lottery <laughs> ticket. So we've got the, what we've got here is, first we're going to go through 13 predictions that were so wrong... Uh, that people, you know, will tell you the year that it was predicted and then the fact, and um, you can have a bit of a laugh as well because I've read through these, and, uh, yeah, these guys couldn't have gotten them all wrong. Yeah, number so, one. Yes. Uh, number one was from 1800. Rail travel at high speeds is not possible because of pas- because passengers unable to breathe would die as- of asphyxia. <laughs> Dr. Dino Lada, Professor of Natural Philosophy and Astronomy, from the University College of London predicted that. Well, just guess show doctors don't always get things. No, eighteen hundreds <laughs> though. Maybe yeah. that was more when they were the steam trains and stuff like that. People were thinking the smoke's going to yeah. go through the carriages yeah. and stuff like that. Obviously, things have come a long yeah. way since then. But yeah, he couldn't be more wrong. Mm-hmm. Eighteen fifty-nine, drill for oil. You mean drill into the ground to try and find oil? You're crazy. Associates of Edwin L. Drake refusing his suggestion to drill for oil in 1859. Later that year, Drake succeeded in drilling the first oil well. Uh, I, I, I think some a family known as Beverly Hillbillies would highly de- de- yeah. devout that scene as they made yeah. their fortune. Yeah. Wow. And then he he's just like, uh, maybe that was a diversionary tactic. Yeah. Well, you could, yeah. You could, I, I think in, in, in their defence, like some things just sound illogical when you first... You know, hear it. Yeah, you've got to kind of think of that, haven't you? Like, when things were first invented, like, who would have thought to put Vegemite on toast? Who invented Vegemite? All that kind who, of who, stuff. Who, who would have thought about eating Vegemite? <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this, this number three, 1876. This telephone has too many shortcomings to be seriously considered as a means of communication. Western Union internal memo. <laughs> Now, where Pe- people who just can't give up on on, on memos was wow. it was it um Brooklyn Nine Nine with the Ed Helms and the postal? Service? Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Oh god, yeah, that was classic. But who would have thought yeah. how wrong they were? Just yeah. you know, I have a light bulb moment for you. <laughs> Sorry, literally. Everyone acquainted with the subject will recognize it as a conspicuous failure. Henry Morton, president of the Stevens Institute of Technology on Edison's light bulb. So an institution of technology <laughs> didn't believe in technology created to <laughs> create artificial light. They just loved candles, man. <laughs> they- <laughs> I mean, can't, you can't lie in bed and blow out the, <laughs> the light. Now you can. You can do the clap. You can get a clapper, but yeah. 
Wow. Imagine imagine how much candle stores business were doing back then. Yeah. You know, and then that's there's like one or two shops now that sell candles. And yeah, mostly the skateboarders. <laughs> <laughs> For wax. Yeah. Uh, well, now we move forward to 1902. Flight by machines heavier than air is unpractical and insignificant, if not utterly impossible. Simon Newcomb, Canadian-American astronomer and mathematician, 18 months before the Wright brothers' flight at Kitty Hawk. Mm-hmm. Again, look, I could believe this. Because yeah. back then, imagining that we'd be flying through the sky yeah. in the yeah. 1900s, yeah. you know, I can understand. I mean, sure, he probably felt a bit... But how, how many of these things, too? You know how people need inspiration. You tell someone they can't do something and they do it. Yeah. How many of these do you think actually inspired people to do these yeah. things? Like the, especially this one. Like the Wright brothers are like, hmm. And on the topic of the Wright brothers, there's a very very funny comedy duo called Leno and Woodley yes. from Australia and they I went and saw the the show live. It's on Amazon. Um they did a show on the on the Wright brothers called Fly. Oh, yes, I've seen that. Very funny. Oh, it is. These guys are funny anyway. So yeah. Yeah, check it out. It is on Prime. It's one of the Australian specials, I believe. Yeah. They've got a few different Australian comedians. So, yeah, absolutely hilarious. Hilarious. So, yeah. So, he probably felt a bit stupid, but I can't understand yeah. that one. Uh, what's the next one, Jamie? 1903. <laughs> the horse this. is here to stay, but the automobile is only a novelty, a fad. The president of Michigan Savings Bank advising Henry Ford's lawyer not to invest in the Ford Motor Company. Well, he was half right. The horses are still here to stay. Yeah, but the the, the ironic thing, ironic thing is back then, mm-hmm. horses took us everywhere. Now we take horses everywhere. True, true. Yeah, that is true. Well I mean, imagine, horses. Imagine the world in twenty twenty one now if we still all rode horses. There'd be, or you wouldn't want to be a road worker. <laughs> there would be a profession of horse shit collector. Um, manure would be a bit more readily available because I think there'd be a lot more horses oh, yeah, than we you, are. You could, you, yeah, well, I mean, that would be the most because you could just scrape it off the road and go garden it. Yeah, that's true. And would you put little kids on ponies still or would that just be for like your L plates or your P plates? You no, it, it would be horse and carriage <clears> still. I yeah, think. oh, yeah, yeah. But then there'd be some renegades who'd just be like, I'm riding on the back of a horse with the whip Indiana Jones No, style. yeah, well, there'd be that. It's just yeah. like, because like, they used to have... um. The fire brigade and that used to be just... And they had water, like the water tanks on the back, right? I remember that, yeah. Well, there you go. So that one doesn't sound too outlandish, especially, again, if you're living in a world where there's no cars or one or two cars, everyone's getting around on horses. Mm -hmm. Like, if you turned around and... I suppose we're different. If you turned around and told me, hey, in 20 years, like, we're still going to need cars. There's going to be no spaceships and we're flying around in spaceships in 50, 60 years. You know what I mean? I wouldn't believe you at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we move forward to 1916. The idea that cavalry will be placed, will be replaced by these iron coaches is absurd. It's a little short of treasonous comment uh, of aide-de-camp to the field marshal Haig at a tank demonstration. Clearly, these people can't let go of their horses. No, they really, (laughs) really love... I mean, look, but still, how cool does it look? You know, when you watch those documentaries and stuff and you see the, the, the cavalry coming down the hills yeah, with, you know, bayonets drawn and horses. Yeah. Like, I can well, understand well, why they don't want to let go. Yeah, but uh, what was it? The last successful horse cavalry charge Yeah, was by Australians. Oh, good. Um, in, was that against the war in the emus? No. <laughs> no. 
No, it was in um, <coughs> in Jerusalem. Oh, really? So I can't remember what year it was. I think it was nine, early nineteen hundreds. Okay, it would have been World War One. Yeah, no, they were out. Um, they had mortars firing. Yeah. Them. And oh, the wow. horses were running so fast that they couldn't adjust. The oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't. But yeah, because like in the middle of the desert, the horses were thirsty. They went, there's some water inside that city. Uh... And then they're going, water, water, water. <laughs> well, there you go. If we if you can tell us what year or if you're one of those horses or one of those cavalrymen, <laughs> send us an email. We'll happily have you on the show. Oh. Okay, we'll move forward now. 1916. Oh, here we go. The cinema is like is little more than a fad. It's canned drama... What audiences really want to see is flesh and blood on the stage. Charlie Chaplin, actor, producer, director, and studio founder. There you go. That's the Charlie Chaplin, right? Yeah. yeah. And then he went on to appear in silent movies, and yeah. so he obviously had his opinion changed. Again, yeah. it's it's you know I thought, hey, I'm going to buy a DVD collection, and it's never going to go out of style. Yeah. And then Blu-rays, and then. 4K yeah. and then yeah. downloading files onto a USB. You can even there's I, I actually saw this. You can even now this is a little bit off topic, but there's a comic um publisher called Valiant Comics who do a yep. great job. That movie Bloodshot was from them with yep. Vin Diesel. Yep. Not the best movie, but it was entertaining. Yeah. Um they now have you can buy their entire collection um of old comics digitally yep. on a USB. So wow. they send you a box, it's oh, got wow. a little USB on it. I think it's like 80 bucks. Yeah. Um, and it's got all their early... Like it's got from... Well, I think the studio started... Yeah. They started around the 1980s. Yeah. From They've got two boxes from the 80s to the 2000s and 2000s to currently. And you literally get a massive box. You open it up. It's like one of the foam things and it has a USB in it. Hmm. So, you know, whoever thought that that would be something that would come up. And yeah. that's legal. They're purely... Yeah. You can share them if you want. You're paying for the yeah. rights to them. Yeah. You know, and now with streaming and even... Places like, you know, with PlayStation and Xbox, you know, yeah. you've got your PS Plus, you've got your Xbox Live or whatever, where you can actually stream games, you know? I mean, whoever thought you would be out... Like, I know for a fact on my PlayStation, lately in the last five years, most of the games I own I've bought from the store. So my collection on the shelf might not yep. be huge, but yeah. my library is massive. Yeah. I mean, whoever thought that when going back to, like, the Super Nintendo yeah. or the PlayStation 1? So, again, that's another one I can sort of understand. Sorry to get too far off topic. No, that's right. Uh, number nine, we're moving forward to 1921. The wireless music box has no imaginable commercial value. Who would pay for a message sent... For Who would pay for a message sent uh, to no one in particular? Associates of commercial radio and television pioneer David Sarnoff responding to his <laughs> call for investment in the radio. So, again, who would have thought... Yes, bad investors. Exactly. If that never, if people didn't invest in that, you wouldn't be hearing us because yeah. there'd be no radio. Therefore, yeah. there'd be no podcasts. Yes, correct. So, that we're thankful that someone found the ability to invest. And I think this next one is a well commonly known one. <laughs> Who the hell wants to hear actors talk? H. M. Warner, co-founder <laughs> of Warner Brothers. Well, look, they, this could be true said about some actors like yeah. I would much rather them not talk on screen at all yeah. um, <coughs> Robert Pattinson um, but <laughs> no again look it's it's another Warner Brothers one of the yeah. major studios yeah. again never thought anyone but would want to see I it. don't mind some films with like okay like Mr. Bean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when he doesn't talk he's that's such an animated action, yeah. animated character but that's hats off to Rowan Atkinson yeah. because 
I don't think anyone else could really yeah. do that. But what about like the Mandalorian? We were saying when we were yeah. watching that, he's in the mask the whole time, but you can still feel yeah. the emotion. You yeah. can feel the, you can feel like you can see the movements of his face yeah. through that mask. Yeah. You know, so and some yeah, of these are not too. Work. I thought these were going to be super outrageous, but yeah. you can sort of believe this. Yeah. All right, we're going to get a couple more. Um, this one's from 1946. Television won't last because people will soon get tired of staring at a plywood box every night. Daryl Zanuck, movie producer, 20th Century Fox. Well, Daryl <laughs> Zanuck, if I could go back in time and tell you this, I'd say, well, they're not wooden boxes anymore. They're <laughs> flat, flat screen. screen. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously the evolution. But again, he was a movie producer for 20th Century Fox. Yeah. His job depends on people yeah. watching these boxes yeah. to make him money. Yeah. So again something that I think you know most even people who don't watch TV still watch TV for at least two hours a day yeah. so there you go alright we're getting up to recent times now Jamie take the next one 1977 there is no reason for any individual to have a computer in his home Ken Olsen president chairman and founder of Digital Equipment Corporation <laughs> well Ken Olsen president chairman and founder of Digital <laughs> Equipment Corporation if that were true we would not be doing this podcast exactly and I would not have the visual media library I have at home if it wasn't for computers and I'm talking completely legal of course <laughs> but you got to think about it your phone is a computer yeah your PlayStation is a computer your yeah. car is a computer yeah if we didn't have computers We'd probably be a lot fitter. We'd be walking everywhere, riding horses everywhere like the old, like the other person wanted. But yeah, look again. But if you think about how big the first computer was yeah. when it was made, it I took like something like four houses just to store it, yeah. and it was a two hundred and fifty-six megabytes. Yeah. Now our phone, this phone here I'm holding here, this Samsung yeah. S10, is something like one hundred twenty-eight gig. Yeah. And it's the size of yeah. I could even get it smaller if I wanted yeah. to. So again, wishful thing. Lucky these guys didn't make any investment decisions. (laughs) And the final one, 1995, finally one where we were both born. Uh, The truth is is no online database will replace your daily newspaper. (laughs) Clifford Squall, Newsweek article entitled The Internet. Bah! (laughs) Well, Clifford, I can tell you I have three apps on my phone that can give me every little piece of news that I want. In about five seconds. Yeah. So, sorry, Clifford, you're wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. So, did any of you have you any of again any of you guys have these kind of these predictions or what what your thoughts were on those predictions? Do you know anyone that's made bad mm-hmm. predictions or good? Yes. Predictions? Yeah. Have you ever heard? And you know, have you ever heard of any? Obviously, there's like Nostradamus and stuff like that. But you know, any have you got any family members or friends or workmates that have just said, "I reckon this is," you know. Then we'll see what happens, you know, because there's a lot of people that have made some bold predictions in the past. And I don't know about Jamie, but I'm a massive. I love conspiracy theories, so yeah. I'm, I'm down to hear any of these kind of things here. Yeah. So, so uh, send yeah, send us an email if you've got any um, thing you want to talk about, or send us um, email again is the true and the fictional at yep. gmail dot com. Um, I think we'll wrap it there because it's a nice. Yeah, we had a bit of a nice episode. intro. <laughs> we had a bit of an intro. Sorry about our tangent at the beginning. <clears throat> and our, uh... No, look, that's what makes it interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, you, you, I mean, for me, when I listen to podcasts, I don't want to just sit here and listen to some guy reading off a script. Yeah. I want to be able to get to know the, the host. Yeah. I want to be able to know that they have a good banter and good back and forth. Hi, my name is Jamie. I live in the small town of Bowen Mountain. 
Oh, they're going to be coming uh, for you now. <laughs> they're going to be coming well, for you now. There's like 13 streets, so good luck. <laughs> 13 <laughs> streets. I live in Marion. There's 175,000 streets. Come find me. But yeah, look, that's we try and make it as interesting as possible and with the topics and everything like yeah. that. So look, as I said, if there's anything you want us to talk about, anything you would like to know more about, just shoot us an email. Yeah. And so, then we will come back with some more predictions... I predict the next podcast will contain more predictions. <laughs> Not that we're recording it in about five minutes, but I predict. All right, there you go. Um, see you next time. We'll see you next time. Cue music. Cue music.